This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey guys, you're listening to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Every Wednesday, we drop a brand new episode that covers the latest trends, tools, and tips to make sure your business or career is future ready. And why do we do this? Because we want to see you, the brilliant, funny, magical ladies that you are, absolutely smash it in what you were born to do. So as always, you're chatting with Grow Getters hosts, Tiffany Hart and Tanya Gama. Hello. In today's episode, we are going to explain what the F growth hacking is, why it's considered the new marketing, and give you some secret source growth hacks that you can apply to your career or business starting today. This is actually a topic that Tiff and I are so in love mm-hmm. with. Yeah. We even named our monthly newsletter after it, if you hadn't noticed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we get stuck into it, Tiff, is there anything you've read, watched or listened to that's inspired you this week? Yes, actually. This week, there was an, an article that was dropped by the New York Times and it was called, I'll share my salary information if you'll share yours. Oh. And uh, it's written by Jessica Bennett. And uh, I think it's a really interesting article. I, I started reading it and thinking, oh, I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable even reading this article. But it's an article to start women talking about actually what they make. And there's a real reason behind it. You know, as a freelancer, I've been a freelancer in the past. Um, at the moment, I'm part-time employed. I used to to share my day rates with other freelancers to kind of get a bit of a feel of consulting fees because then you go okay maybe I could edge it up a little bit or I should take it down a bit for this client and um, about four years ago a male colleague of mine told me actually what he charged per hour and it blew me out of the water from what actually what I was charging per hour and from that moment it was a game changer for me about actually really valuing myself and really valuing my skills what I can actually produce and give to other people Uh, so this article really touches on the idea of the salary whisperer network and uh, in the article Claire Wasserman uh, She's a founder of this platform called Ladies Get Paid. And she said, you know, we're not whispering, we're yelling. And she's really trying to start a movement. She's kind of creating a lot of events to try and get women. I follow them on Instagram. Ah, yes. Really? <laughs> yes. I haven't read this article yet, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And she says also in the article, you know, everywhere she turns, it seems that female friends, colleagues and mentees are quizzing each other about their money and how much they make. Do they have stock options? Are they signing any bonuses? How are they negotiating? and what their dream number or what their walk away number is or if they have one at all and I think it's a really interesting thing as women to have that conversation and to be be comfortable with that conversation Um, a 25 year old software engineer in the article also is quoted for Instagram she says I just think we need to learn from each other what's reasonable and what's possible and have information to make informed decisions of where else do you go absolutely and talking about money in the past was really taboo for women and also I still feel it, you know, I still feel a little bit of should I share it or should I not? And uh, and it was also seen as unfeminine and crass back, mm-hmm. in, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an important conversation. And I think this next generation or even our generation is starting to help break that taboo and actually open up that conversation. So be it with your girlfriends or be it with your close family or 
whatever, if you've got a ladies group, to start that conversation, open up actually what you're earning or what you wish to earn and actually help each other get to that point. I love that. Mm-hmm. This sounds amazing. I think I think what would also be good is, like you mentioned before, also opening up that conversation with our male counterparts yes. and our male colleagues yes. because it's one thing containing it into a female network, but like you said before, men have in the past tended to have more audacity when it comes to just asking for something just out of the water like crazy. Mm -hmm. But whereas women tend to be a little bit more conservative, generally this is a generalisation, and the tide is definitely turning, Mm -hmm. I think. I think women are definitely becoming more bolder in their approach and, like you said, realising oh, shit, this is actually what I'm worth mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm ask- believing in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to read this article. There's actually two things I wanted to share quickly is, you know, in the English-speaking market, there are two tools, um, online tools called payscale.com and salary.com. Um, of course, there are localised ones for Australia and for other countries. And in- industry-based ones as well. Exactly. It kind of gives you a bit of an idea of what is the kind of relative salary you would be going for for your position. Um, and another really interesting thing just to kind of continue that on Instagram, which I did a little bit more research. And uh, there is a Instagram handle called Real Agency Salaries. And uh, in November, they shared a spreadsheet of actually what some advertising agencies are actually earning. So it's a complete spreadsheet of the advertising industry, but I'm sure that there's many others. But it's good to be informed and to check out and dive a little bit deeper into this subject. Cool. Well, speaking of money, mm-hmm. my inspiration this week was also on a similar track, but more in terms of personal budgeting. So I would love to recommend an article that I read in the Australian newspaper, The Age, and it's titled On the Road to Happiness by Downsizing the Budget. And this piece was funnily enough written by Claire Kimball, who is one half of an awesome daily news podcast and newsletter called The Squiz, Mm -hmm. who we listen to and we love and we strongly recommend to our Australian listeners. So check them out. They're another independent duo and Tiffany's mates with one of them, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I felt this piece really resonated with me because she talks about cutting out all the costs in her life and in her family life that are actually super unnecessary and basically downsizing her family's lifestyle in order to save more. And right now, saving is a big target of mine and my family's. So I I really love this article. And she talked about how she didn't buy any new clothes for a year, which I'm sorry, but is very possible to do. We can all do this. Definitely. And she saved over 2,500 Aussie dollars simply by cutting out her latte a day habit which is crazy, right? Oh, cool. She also stopped all her subscription services like Netflix Oish. and really examined the costs of what was necessary for their family to live a good life. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's no surprise, ta-da, in the end, it's really not that much. So one of my personal goals in 2020 is to try and buy less generally and take a philosophy of quality over quantity, especially when it comes to buying clothes. Mm-hmm like investing in pieces that are going to last, that are really good quality, but buying less of the fast fashion, that's yeah. a big one. Yep. So for anyone who is looking to save, to start a new career where they might have to take a pay cut or start a business or buy a house or go on an amazing holiday, 
I really recommend this piece and we will, of course, include this and Tiffany's article recommendation in the show notes as well. Great. Yeah, I think this is an amazing article to read and also to apply. Saving is one thing. And I had this conversation only with my husband yesterday. It's also about creating value. Also, not the idea of I need to save, save, save and and having a deficit, but also thinking, okay, what other value can I create if I have the surplus to do so? Yes, absolutely. Which we'll get into another podcast in, in the future, but actually what value can you create that you have right now. So let's get started on growth hacking. Have you heard of it? Did you know it's not only a practice, but also being a growth hacker is actually a job title? Growth hacking took its roots from the tech startup world as a way to rapidly experiment with tactics and hacks to drive, well, growth. (laughs) And because startups generally don't have a big marketing budget compared to established companies, they have to be super smart and extremely economical with finding novel ways to drive growth. It could be customer growth or follower growth or revenue growth, whatever kind of growth it is. It is what growth hacking is all about. And that's the reason why growth hacking has been dubbed the new marketing or marketing 2.0, because the skills a growth hacker needs is basically what a marketer of the future requires. Exactly. And like Tiff said, a growth hacker is, pardon the pun, a growing job position. (laughs) So just type it into LinkedIn and you'll Mm -hmm. see that there are now heaps of jobs that are seeking this or using this actual title and or at least naming the skills that a growth hacker should have. So to give you a bit of an insight into those types of skills of a growth hacker, we will share in our monthly Grow Getters newsletter and on our Instagram, the description of a T-shaped growth hacker, which was developed by our friends at the Growth Tribe, which is Europe's premier growth hacking academy. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. So the description they've got includes a whole raft of skills. And I mean, it's very unlikely or near impossible to fulfill every single one of them, but it at least gives you a bit of a clue as to what types of areas you could start thinking about getting upskilled in right now if you want to implement growth hacking into your career or business. So to focus generally on the main premise of growth hacking, it's all about being smart in using the digital tools that we all have at our disposal to grow your business, the company you work for, or even your own personal brand. So it's about using data to drive your decision-making. It's about rapid experimentation. It's about measuring absolutely everything. And it's about exploiting new digital technologies to drive growth. Exactly. So let's start with data. Data needs to inform your decisions and should give you a clear clue whether to continue to try a growth method or to start something completely else. Growth hacking is founded in digital and the beauty of this is that we have the data right there at our disposal. Whether it's using data gleaned from social media to build your customer or user personas, a topic which we will cover in another episode of Grow Getters for sure, leveraging data to test the effectiveness of a landing page or using data to optimize your email newsletters, data is your best friend when it comes to growth hacking. And it is the best way to test what works and what doesn't through rapid experimentation. This is about setting up A-B tests and lots of small experiments so you can track your tactics and activities. And of course, making sure you're measuring everything as you know what's working and how quickly things are growing in your favor. We are planning to cover growth hacking in much, much more detail in a masterclass episode in the future with an expert. But today we're going to take you through four really easy to apply growth hacks so you can start experimenting right now. Growth hack number one, the five second web page test. Did you know that you have literally five seconds to capture your audience's attention on your website? 
So is your homepage or landing page working hard enough for you? Whether you want signups for the user to explore more or to simply ensure visitors understand just what your website is actually all about, we've got a super simple and free growth hack that helps you test this out in a rapid and super lean way with real users. So let's begin. Firstly, take a screenshot of the web page you want to test. Head to usabilityhub.com and register. On the site, go to create new test and click on the first option, five second test. Write up some brief instructions or a specific question you want to test out. For example, what product or service does this website offer? Who is this website targeted to? What can you do next on this page, etc. Then upload your screenshot and you can test with up to 10 users for free. And of course, if you pay a little bit more, you can test with many, many more users. So once those results come in and it just takes a little while, like 10 minutes or something, I think up to half an hour, you have some rapid fire data that you can help to better optimize your web page and drive that growth you crave. So we'll also include a link to Usability Hub on the show notes. So yeah. you've got it all down pat. Next up, growth hacking number two, grow by providing tools. Have you ever conducted one of the quizzes that tells you what kind of Instagrammer you are? Or have you ever used a mortgage calculator on a banking website? Free tools are one of the best ways to inspire engagement with your users and would-be customers and keep them feeling warm and fuzzy by offering genuine value. And the cool thing is that you don't have to hire a developer to get one on your app or your site. There are loads of cool services that offer off-the-shelf tools that you can customize for your brand or business. One such example is outgrow.co, which offers a free trial so you can see if they have a nice tool that you can neatly customize for your target audience. Whether it's calculators, polls, quizzes, or even chatbots, check this out and see if it works for you. And again, it'll be in the show notes, this uh, recommendation. Growth hack number three, driving more traffic. Far out, this is such an awesome little hack tip. It's one of those things like, why don't people know more about this? So if one of your goals is to drive new traffic sources to your website or app, then this hack is for you. By using this tool, you can check where your competitors' traffic sources are coming from, giving you some amazing insights into your desired target users' web behavior and heaps of ideas on how and where to capture them. So go to similarweb.com, type in the URL of your competitor website, and then you'll get a breakdown of where their visitors have come from. So the search keywords they've used if they've come from search what places they've come from to get to their site, such as the specific social media channels and what topics they're interested in and other sites they've visited. Like this is such a nifty, nifty tool and we highly recommend it because it gives you so much insight into where your desired target customer or user hangs out and where you can find and connect with them. Mm -hmm. So surprisingly, I did it... uh, for a similar-ish podcast. I wouldn't call it a a direct competitor. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of traffic actually came from Pinterest. Mm. So Pinterest is certainly a channel that grow getters will be exploring soon. Yeah, cool. And (laughs) and this is exactly what we're doing. We're on this growth hacking journey together. So whatever we test out, we'll also share in the future on our social channels or in our newsletter. Absolutely. Our final growth hack for today is number four, deepen customer understanding. Want to quickly get a feeling for who your customers, users and followers are? 
what they're into, what their personality is like, then here are two great tools that give you a quick snapshot of someone and are a great way to help you enrich your customer personas, which we'll cover as a solo topic in another episode of Grow Getters. The first is crystalnose.com, and that's crystal with a C. Based on their social profiles and behaviours, Crystal Knows will provide an easy-to-digest analysis of a particular person's personality. The next tool is from IBM Watson, and it's called Personality Insights, which also provides a thorough personality analysis based on what a certain person has written online. These tools are super useful to help better tailor content to your users by understanding and gaining better insights into who they are and what they're like. So guys, that's all from us today. We hope that you've got enough info to understand just WTF growth hacking is with some nice little hacks and tactics that you can experiment with starting today. Just a quick note to say we're not actually affiliated with any of the tools we've recommended today. So we are totes neutral over here. And as always, we will include the links to our growth hacks in the show notes and provide any detailed models on Instagram and in our monthly Grow Getters Growth Hacks email newsletter too. So sign up at growgetterspodcast.com and follow us on the gram at growgetterspodcast. So to finish up this week's episode on growth hacking, here's a quote from the esteemed American journalist Margaret Fuller that states simply, Very early, I knew that the only objective in life was to grow. I love that. (laughs) That (laughs) could basically be our mantra at Grow Getters. I like it. Thank you so, so much, guys, for joining us this week. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe to Grow Getters on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your potties from. And please rate and review us on Apple so we can get boosted up the charts. We'll continue to cover the latest business trends, methods, and hacks every single Wednesday to help you get growing. Chat to you soon. Bye-bye.